right, welcome to Mouthful of Bees, uh, AFL 2020. This is AFL September 2020, which means it should be um, actually September 30. So we should have had the grand final. So this should be post grand final if anyone came in um, back from Mars, but they haven't. So obviously this is pre-finals. Um, and uh, Whisper, guys, this is coming out tomorrow. So we'll be talking about as if today's Thursday. Um, Cut back in. And yes, and finals are starting tonight. Uh, welcome to Hugo. Oh, sorry. Yeah, alphabetical order. Hugo's here, my little bro. Bulldogs fan. So the only one with a... Uh, with a, a, hand on, a hand on the cup, you say. I didn't say that. I was going Your to say words, positive. not mine. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and uh, Nick Carter's here, Hawthorne fan. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Not used to this of taking up uh, gardening in September since Hawthorne's not playing. Right. Um, get used to it. Yes. Buy yourself some um, garden <laughs> equipment. Hey, um, just uh, but breaking the fourth wall, if that's what you call it. But um, we did do this last week and we're back at it again. Um, and the reason was... Well, the reason that I told you guys was that um, recording to my computer was, was too many feeds and my computer couldn't keep up with it. But I'm just going to admit live on air that was a bold-faced lie. I just forgot to press record on the, um, on the whole event. So I apologize. And if, yeah, thanks for making up time. Thanks for wasting an hour and a half of your life last week. No worries. No. Nothing better to do, Tyson. Yeah. Really, I was excited when you when I got the call. But <laughs> yes, starting to fill the day. Not pressing play sort of sums up. You, it's a good allegory for how your team went this year, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had uh, Josh Anderson, a Frio fan. He's been on the Footy podcast before. Um, he couldn't make it tonight, but he was available last week for when we were doing the. Recording, so he did phone in a quick message. This is what he said. Oh, yeah, good Tyson. Look, sorry I can't make it tonight, mate. I've just got a rule that if you're a dickhead who ruins recording, then I won't do it again. I know it's a, it's a, it's a weird rule. I'm sorry, but just these are the things I live by, you know. Um, and also, I can't make it tonight. I'm just really busy trying to organise an escape plan for Jesse Hogan to get out of quarantine. So, <laughs> all right. So there's that. Interesting, interesting um, take on things. But hey, he's a man of his principles. So yes. <laughs> he did call I've heard me him up. Say and... that before, you know. Say again. I have heard him say that. That that's one of his principles. I think he's got it tattooed on his chest, his left yeah. chest, right? Uh. That, that's a Fremantle fan type of move as well. <laughs> so does Michael Walters. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's also got a tattoo of the new club that he's going to, I think. All right, let's get into it. Um, let's quickly just talk about what our highlights were from this year. Coin flip. Who wants to go first? Hugo? Actually, um, get, I'll go first. first. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a little out of the box. Bit, 
<laughs> Nick, you go first. Sorry. <laughs> I just forgot we're trying to cover for Hugo. <laughs> Nick, you go first. Um, so I narrowed it down to either Adelaide being the first uh, team <laughs> to get a win in September, their first win of the season in September. Oh. Um, and nice. my like nice. genuine highlight was probably watching like when Robbie Gray kicked that uh, goal from the pocket after the siren against Carlton. That was sick. Or oh, in the last like minute or so. It was clutch. Oh. Didn't he just yeah, single-handedly just save his team? Yeah. Just remind them who is the inside 50 boss. Absolutely. But yeah, Adelaide winning in September, being the first team to do so off zero victories, I thought was pretty clutch as well. I was feeling for Anya. The, um, she's Aussie now, but the ex-Polish girl who is a mad Adelaide fan. We've had her on the footy recordings before and she'll give her finals predictions um, soon. But I was feeling for her during the season, but quietly I was really hoping Adelaide would go winless because that would be the first team to go winless. What Would it, Nick, or not? Since uh, Fitzroy in, I reckon, 64. Wow. I'm going to check that. Just check with your right. encyclopedic brain. Jesus. Um, my highlight for the year was, even though there was COVID, I think it was uh, it's worked out really well for the AFL. They've had to put a lot of work in, but the fact that they were forced up into a market which they're trying to conquer, um, and at the same time, while they're in Queensland, the uh, home of rugby league, Queensland's rugby league's favourite team, favourite son team, Brisbane Broncos, which are I would say maybe 80% of the state goes for had their worst season on record. So it's almost written perfectly. And not only that, while Brisbane Broncos are doing poorly, AFL's holding games up there, games in North Queensland, shout out to Cairns. And then they're also going to hold the grand final. The only time it's going to be outside of Melbourne. I think they signed a deal with the MCG for another 99 years or something stupid. So it's going to be the only time it's ever been outside of Melbourne and it's in Brisbane. I just think it's it's worked. It's going to work out perfectly in the long run in making this game stray wide. Sorry to NRL fans, but your code isn't as good a product as the AFL. Hugo. Um, yeah, yeah, good on Brisbane or good on Queensland. They pretty much kept footy afloat um, this year. Yeah, thank you to them. Yeah. Um, not- so I've got a couple. Right um, the honourable mention goes to um, God or Gary Ablett Senior himself, <laughs> his discovery of conspiracy theories around the Illuminati um, and then getting those new learnings about the Freemasons and putting them to YouTube for the, for the world or for the population of Australia, the football-loving population of Australia, you see. That was, that was good gear. Um, was good now, get, sorry, can I just interrupt you there, Hugo? It was sure. like really good to get some... Um, retro sort of uh, uh, conspiracy theories because, like, at the moment, it's just, like, too much with these, like, satanic uh, pedophile cabals. Get back to some good old, like, Illuminati did 911 mm. fuck stuff. It's a simpler time. <laughs> he tried Pizzagate and he wasn't going to have it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> also, don't say... Don't talk about Gary Ablett-Seni and say good gear at the same time, please. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. And your, your second one? Um, 
The second one, or the number one, was the, um, the emergence of Liam Ryan from just like high-flying specy machine into like a certified absolute gun top 10 player in the league. He's like, he just showed some stuff with his head and his feet that I've never seen. Um, and it's good. It's good to see someone rise above that stature of just being, you know, pigeonholed as just a specky machine. How old is he? He's, he's, he's so young, right? He's played it's like 50 odd games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Future cap. That'd be cool. He might, um, yeah. And maybe he might lose, um, change his, Upgrade his nickname from Flying Ryan to I don't know. Go on, follow I through to us. I can't think of anything that rhymes with Ryan. Yeah, uh, uh, what'd you say? I'm stuck on flying. Yeah, that's it. Um, he's more than that, he's multi dimensional. Absolutely. Is it racist that he's just flying Ryan? Could we, could you, could we make a case for that? I, yeah, I think it. It's kind of hard to build in a case, but across my mind, you, right? yeah. every time BT says it, you know, like he does a great thing, you know, by foot and he's still flying right and you're just like, can't, bro. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our finals predictions. Um, yeah, let's do that because that's what's happening tonight. That's what we're all geared up from the feed up about. And so maybe we'll just go through it quickly and just say what we're gonna, what we think is gonna happen, um, in each week really quickly, and then I am recording, so um, we will be able to. Uh, whoever gets the most game guesses correct will get something. Maybe I'll drop you a six pack or something like that. So I might kick it off. Uh, week one, Port Adelaide Geelong. I think Port Adelaide's gonna win. West Coast uh, Collingwood, I think West Coast is going to win. St Kilda Doggies, I think St Kilda is going to win. Caveat here, I hope Doggies go all the way through the finals. That's who I hope, but I think St Kilda is going to win. Sorry, Hugo. Game four, Brisbane versus Richmond, I think Richmond will win. That will leave week two. Uh, Geelong versus West Coast, I think Geelong will win. That will leave St Kilda versus Brisbane, I think Brisbane will win. Week three of the finals, Port Adelaide versus Brisbane. I think Brisbane for the upset. Uh, game two, Geelong versus Richmond. I think Geelong for the upset, leaving a Brisbane-Geelong final. Brisbane for the upset in Queensland. Maroon everywhere. That's my finals prediction and hope. Okay. Who wants next? So I've got <clears throat> Port knock off Geelong. Uh, I have West Coast knock off the Pies. St Kilda knocking off the Dogs. Richmond knocking off Brisbane, which gives us Geelong, West Coast. I've got West Coast beating Geelong. Uh, and Chris Scott being forced to like shamefully shave his beard because he's like not alpha enough to win a, <laughs> win a final for another year. Oh. Um, <laughs> How's uh, his hub look, by the way? Like he has been suntanning like a motherfucker. Yeah. He looks crisp. 
that like it was I thought it was quite brave of him to like try out the beard because like if they had like fucked up this year like it just would have been like the new oh, Kenneth man. curse yeah yeah let's <laughs> <laughs> put a face fungus curse uh sorry <laughs> so where are we at we've got St Kilda playing Brisbane and Brisbane are going to win that um which gives us Port and Brisbane Port and Brisbane we have Port winning and and we West Coast have West, West Coast losing to Richmond and the pair winning the flag against Richmond. The pair? The pair. So Port Port Adelaide. A, you call, why, why is it called the pair? I think because of like the accent. Oh, that's some insider knowledge there. Anyway, a, a, dear, a, dear, a dear friend is a power supporter and will will tweet or not tweet he probably does tweet um <laughs> emojis of a pair when they win oh wow okay. no doubt. all right let's put some let's put no doubt in who's going to win in your uh your finals system hugo um well, you said it before doggy's got a hand on the cup so let's just put them in <laughs> one of those grand final spots um but i i really want and i imagine um, the two teams that are a bit maligned in the finals. I'm looking at Brisbane and Port. I want them to go deep into it this year. So I'm going to let that kind of cloud my judgment a bit. So I have. Is the six pack riding on this? I'm going with it. Going with it. Um, Port will take Geelong. Um, Collingwood will be, I think, shown up in West Coast. Doggies will show St Kilda a thing or two. And then. Richmond will, oh, sorry, Brisbane will break the curse um, on, is it Saturday night? Nice. Friday night. Friday night. That's right. Oh, um, I'm feeling rigid. <laughs> I love football too, man. Um, <laughs> West Coast, that's, um, Geelong will then beat West Coast in the second round. Right. Um, we will go down to, sorry, the Doggies will go down to Richmond. Meaning that Richmond will play Port Adelaide. Yep. Ooh. Um, and Brisbane and West Coast. Brisbane and West Coast? Is that what I... Uh, you'll have Brisbane and you'll have uh, if West Coast beat... Did you say West Coast beat Geelong? No, Geelong beat... Yeah, sorry. So Geelong. you'll have Geelong and Brisbane. Yeah. So the, yeah, the top four making it to the final four. Brisbane will bounce Geelong and Port to bounce Richmond. So you got a Port Brisbane final. Yeah. And who's getting the chocolates? Brizzy Fairy Tale. All right. So we both go on Brizzy, Brizzy Fairy Tale. I've got them against Geelong in the final. Hugo's got them against Port. Nick has got a pair and Richmond final. All right. Let's just check in with Anya's finals predictions. All right, we're back here again with Anya Fachayev from previous episodes, the biggest Adelaide Crows fan you'll ever know. Anya, let's do your finals predictions. So I think Richmond will win the first final. That's against Brisbane? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Bulldogs will beat St Kilda. <laughs> yeah, I think Saints will be the first ones to go out of the finals, unfortunately. <laughs> 
Um, I think Collingwood will probably win it. Well, they, West Coast. Mm-hmm. I think West Coast did not look very good in the last few weeks and they have terrible injuries, whereas mm-hmm. Collingwood are getting a lot of good players back. So I like your call. I think it's it will be close, but I would tip Collingwood. Right. And the Geelong part is the one I'm the most um, unsure of because if it wasn't in at Adelaide Oval, I would pick Geelong probably, but because they play it in Adelaide Oval, I'm not. I think maybe I would back Port, but um, it's fifty-fifty for me this one. I think Port beat them throughout the year, though. Yeah, they did. They did. But I think Geelong did play themselves into form in the last month or so. All right. But you still think just Port? I think so. So that'll put Port yeah. and Richmond at the top, and then it will be Brisbane. Um, will it be Brisbane versus Collingwood or Brisbane, or Brisbane versus Bulldogs then? Uh, I think Brisbane versus Bulldogs. Right. And... Um, Again, close, but controversially, I'm going to say Bulldogs. Whoa. Are they going to – are you running that 2016 momentum again? No, I don't think they will, they will win um, the, the game after that, whoever they will be playing. I think Geelong. Port Adelaide. Or, oh, yeah. Or Port Adelaide or Geelong. So I don't think they will go past that. But All I right. think, so you're saying Geelong will beat Collingwood? Yeah. Right. So then you've got a Geelong-Richmond – Mm, and then I think Richmond Prelim. probably. Yeah, or or Richmond Port because I do think it's genuinely 50-50 for me between Geelong and Port. Okay, so let's assume it's Richmond Port final. Who's going to win? Richmond. All right, we'll see who wins the most correct out of all of them. Maybe the further it goes, the more points you get. We'll figure something out, but... Let's chuck a six-pack on it. While we're talking about that, we did have a bet during the year about who or which coach was going to go first. I said get sacked. Uh, and then we were arguing about whether or not that's resigning. I don't think there is such a thing as resigning, but let's just change the wording to which coach goes first. Uh, Nick, your prediction was that no coach goes first. So you win the money. Got this here for you, big boy. Drop that off whenever you like. You got a couple of 20 and 50 cent coins there? Only fives and tens, sir. (laughs) That's for you, Nick. Unless you want to throw down the gauntlet of the double down and say, let's just predict which coach will go first from here forward and double or nothing. So you can't lose, you can win double. Let's get some 20, 20 and 50 cent pieces in there. Let's, let's double down. <laughs> it was actually, we all put in five bucks each, uh, which you uh, dispute. Of course you would. But um, yeah, you want to get double or nothing? Yeah, okay. absolutely. So uh, you, maybe you get first crack. Which coach is going to go first? Till whenever it might be till 2022. Um, Which coach is going first yeah, in this league? Because like I don't, I, I reckon there's like still a chance that next year nobody will go. Um, you want to take I, that op- that option? No, nah, no because because, because yeah, the next coach to go first won't be no coach. That's that's, that's a good point. Yeah, I just broke my own rules. 
<laughs> well, Alex, Alistair Clark is not that much of a coach. That's what I reckon. So, and I think he's going first. Just putting that out there. I thought it was my turn, my turn first. But anyway, yeah, sorry, sorry. That's okay. Um, I reckon it will be... Hugo, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Nick, go on. That's all right. No, can you go to Hugo first? And, yes. And uh, Tyson first because I need to think. Okay, well, you know I'm picking Clarkson because he is... Technically, he might be that old. He is a ghost. And so he might be actually the first coach to go, which is no coach. He might be the no coach to go first. I'm going to triple or nothing if that happens. Hugo, who's going Um, first? Do we see... I'm just like speculating here, but do we see GWS having a bit of a tumultuous off-season? A few players, a few rumblings, a few players... He re-signed. Yeah, no, re-sign. I know re-sign. I reckon re-signing means absolutely squat. Unless you bought Adelaide and you haven't got the money to get rid of They're a club that don't write, write their own checks, you know. They've just got the AFL there to back them to the hilt, so money means less for them. Um, and, you know, say if they have, a, you know, they lose a few in the off-season, they have a weird start to the year. Leon, surely, he's in the gun. Yeah, he's going to be. Wow. Risky call. I'm going to say Simon Goodwin's like the easy easy pick and Lord knows I love easy picks. So I'm going to go with Simon Goodwin because they are a middle-of-the-road football club and he has been saying for two years now, we know what's, what the problem is, we know how to fix it, yet has not. All right, um, that's what you got. I think that he needs to go. Hugo, don't, don't we also make... think it's outrageous? Sorry, just really quickly that that um, that uh, Melbourne had three players in the in the All Australian. Like, surely Matt, we didn't need Max Gorn, or was it Clayton Oliver in it as well? Or yeah, he was yeah. in the squad. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah. I might. It might lend to the fact that their their stars play well and no one else, like top heavy, not not middle strong, which is also ends up being a bad team. Still, it's a good point though. Mm-hmm. A pretty mediocre team getting that many players in, and they're not—they're not like certified stars. They're not like A graders. And then you got the opposite effect when you got a, um, a team like Essendon who was handicapped by the league when they made made up fake COVID results to make Connor McKenna act like he was sick. Essendon got hindered by that, where we got a buy in round three, fucked up our whole season. We would have gone deep, and we only get one because of that. Guys, is the Luminati again, man. Freemasons gotcha. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, just a quick side note. Um, we did do uh, uh, the start of the season. Uh, we did do tipping for our dogs and cats, and we did it. We, what we do is we set up a, just a, a ladder that, that they go by. For example, do, uh, cats like the sun and cats like other cats. Um, my dog likes kangaroo because it's his favourite meat. His ears are just pricked up then when I said it. So he's got North Melbourne's his favourite and so on. So we rank all the teams and then that's how we decide who who they tip each week. Um, and in the end, Hugh's cat, Bean, she, Nick, she, won very well. She got 92 for the season, which she beat some of the age tipsters and she also beat all of us in tipping. Unbelievable. Round of applause for Bean. Have you seen what I got in my tipping classes? 
just for the story, let's just make it that way. You didn't get 92. I might have. All right. You looked at, you looked that up. Double or nothing. Your bag of coins uh, is writing on it. I got 64. (laughs) You got 64. Okay. No, I got 1964 as the last season. Sorry, I've ruined your podcast here. (laughs) Having a massive ego. Anyway, so also Bean, uh, Hugo's cat Bean, she actually tipped a full round, got everything correct. So she will get a bonus. Maybe there's some little trophy, ashes-like trophy that will pass around between the animals, but she'll get a bonus um, whiskers or something. And I'm not being mean to her. That's her favorite food, right, Hugo? Yep, yep. She basic girl. All right. um, What else we got? Shout-outs. Any um, shout-outs or final words? I want to say a um, uh, not a shout-out, but a shout-at. Also, a goodbye, good luck, and good riddance to all of Essendon's dandruff, which we're going to shake off. And I'm talking about you, Joe Danaher, Razia Fantasia. Hang on, Adam's- hang on. I've got to stop you there. I've got to stop you there. Have you seen your new president? He's like the fucking world-leading expert at dandruff. <laughs> He's like 92. <laughs> Paul Brasher. That's a good point. We did put a photo up. I put a photo up. I sent a photo of him uh, to you guys. I put it on my Instagram and you guys just destroyed me on the comeback. Yeah, man's yeah the first, I don't know what like, we're doing world, there. Man's the world's first sentient liver spot. You know what? He gives <laughs> Joe Biden supporters hope. <laughs> can make it to president too. Like, how come you got T3 Andrew Dandruff shampoo as a new sponsor at Essendon? You know, like, come on. Um, uh, but yes. liver oil on their back. On their back. <laughs> Epsom salts. <laughs> hey. I'm Epsom salty about how our season went. And anyway, yeah, anyone who doesn't want to be part of the club, get fuck yourself. Otherwise, if... If you if you Adam side you end up staying, I love you to death and I will uh, I'll love you for eternity. But if you are leaving our club, I hope your family perishes in catastrophic circumstances. Anyone else got any shout outs or final words? Um Yeah. Tory Dixon retired this year. It's a good great story, you know. Like he was a by his own words and overweight. Um Nifty forward pocket playing Heavy. Uh, um, for Noble Park. Um, going back to the Bendigo Bombers, uh, right under the Bombers' nose, they chose not to draft him. Smart. Um, and he's come out, like, I think he's got the best record of goal kicking from anyone ever that's kicked 200 goals, uh, maybe 200 shots or something. Statsman Nico, you might be able to confirm this one for me, but he had a, like a goal kicking rate of 181 to 67 or something. In game or uh-huh. training track? A lot, a lot of training track involved there. <laughs> but no, <laughs> look, he played a lot in the Magoos in the last couple of years. But, you know, premiership player, real dead-eyed dick, single dad. Oh, that's well. nice. That is nice, actually. And um, it, uh, it's a shame because if he had those type of stats, yeah, maybe he just wasn't fit enough to do the, play the rest of the roles in the forward line. I tell you what, he could go and give me a retire as a premiership player, which at the end of the day, it's what it's about, right? Thank yeah. you. Um, I'm going to shout out uh, Heath Shaw. I hope he finds another club because I think that his career is yeah. not over. 
And GWS, maybe it was like a little, oh, I guess it makes sense in, in GWS's point of view, but I hope Heath Shaw gets picked up. I hope he gets picked up by the Ruse, actually. So we've got some mm. like older brother, younger brother energies going on. Will that end in a bit of a punch on at like quarter time though? No. We can, we can, we can, we can only hope. <laughs> He'll just ignore everything he says. <laughs> nah, Duke. Um, uh, he could, he might be the new Fev, uh, commentary wise. I don't know if he could have a commentary career, but he's got that kind of funniness about him. Not, not off the rails type of Fev, but just that funny guy going into, into the media. Larrikin style. Old heater. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that what we've got? Uh, isn't that what Cameron Lynn's for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, Nick. Nice. I just, hey, Tyus, uh, just before yeah. you go, um, you press record, mate. <laughs> Let me double check. It says recording. Okay, Nick, have you got anything else that pissed you off the season? Because um, it is a bit of a highlight when you hate something or um, someone. It's normally a journalist. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Bruce McAvaney's over the hump and, like, it's, it's, it's like, very... Uh, I don't know. He just he needs to go because like not every moment is a moment, um, and you're not the centerpiece, Bruce. The football is. We don't need to hear about. We we don't need you to implant yourself in there. Also, he described um, Jordan Dugowie's, uh, uh sexual assault case as a bit of a hiccup. <laughs> uh, during the match, which um, really aged like milk, I thought. Um, anyway, Bruce needs to hang it up. Not so much yeah. like I hate, but like it's it's just a bit kind of what like wrap it up, mate. Basically. Well, that's timely that uh, uh, that bit of a hiccup because George Pell has gone back to the Vatican after his hiccup, and also at least this year Bruce will they'll send him north like to the warmer climate like most old people do when they retire. So he's going to finish his last grand final in Queensland. Beautiful. Thanks very much, boys, for tonight. I need to change my um, – hang on, hang on. I need yep. to change my shout-out to Mike Brady doing uh, – Mike Brady <laughs> yes. those things up there, Kazali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he finally pass away? In the no, he's, he's singing up there, Kazali, in, in an empty MCG that's going to be beamed into the, <laughs> into the gaffer. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, that is so good. Is there any more news on who's the um, who's the um, halftime entertainment? I mean, pre-game entertainment? Just some unpaid dancers. Okay. I'm just, I'm just tight this year. AFL. Yeah, a little bit. All right, fellas. Thank you very much. Um, enjoy the uh, best weekend of the year starting tonight. And I'll um, talk to you after. Alright, ciao ciao. Catch you later. Thanks, Chip. Bye. Mouth full of bees. Mouth full of bees.